to Two Girls, One Podcast, a show that, much like this week's topic, really feels like more of a hobby and probably should have been given up years ago. And now here are the hosts, whose pastimes include crochet and going to Burning Man, Allison Goldberg and Lindsay Ford. Yo, yo, what's up, peoples? I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Oh, also, Matt's here. Hi, Matt. Hey, what's up? It's always exciting when we remember that you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Just kidding. (laughs) I feel like usually Allie and I will just be like, blah, 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 blah. And then like five minutes in, Matt will say something and be like, oh, my God. Hi, Matt. (laughs) I think exciting is a strong word. Oh, okay. Okay, well, well, I won't remember to introduce you next week on purpose because Allie doesn't like it. <laughs> I like it better when the men are an afterthought. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're just over here trying to pass the Bechdel test. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am dog sitting again. Um, I think the last time I was dog sitting... What, did I tell you about the dog that ate her toy and then started like pooped out blue alien poop for two days? <sighs> No, but you did now. She was totally fine. Matt sighs like he doesn't have children that have done the same thing. No, they don't eat. uh, They don't eat their toys. They They do a lot of things, but they don't eat their toys. Yeah, honestly, only because you're probably on them like a hawk. I mean, they're they're too old for that now. But as babies, they will eat everything. Babies are constantly trying to kill themselves. That's true. You got to be on the babies. But then they grow up and they become nine years old, which is my daughter. And she's very, she's incredibly sharp and with it. But the other day she, what did she think it was? She thought essential oils was like soap (laughs) or something. So she put like cinnamon (laughs) essential oils or something like on her hands. And she's like, Daddy, I washed my hands and now they're burning and I don't know why. And the whole house <laughs> smelled like cinnamon and mint. I'm like, what the fuck did you put up? I mean, I love that. That makes sense. That makes sense. My, my glasses are fogging because I'm sweating because the dog that I am looking after today, I feel like baited and switched me. I feel like I'm in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and I am Matthew McConaughey and this dog is freaking, what's her face? Kate Hudson. Right. And... Like the first two days she was super rad and chill and fun. We like had so much fun playing. She cuddled with me. I let her sleep in the bed with me. And last night she just totally switched on me. She was like, look, I don't want to sleep in this room at all. I also don't want you to sleep in here. I'm going to bark. I'm going to cry. I'm going to have runny poops all over the house. Why? Why? I mean, it's not that dissimilar from dating. You know what I mean? You meet a man, you think it's going well, and next thing you know, he's shitting on everything. Yeah. And yeah, yeah now she's just like barking at everything. Nothing is good enough for her. <laughs> oh, you're going to hear her. She's come. Do you, she can hear oh. I'm talking um, about her. There you go. Yeah, I'm she scared. knows. She knows. <laughs> so anyway, today we are looking at something very niche and surprisingly wholesome, though I'm sure I'll find a way to make it disgusting. But we're looking at ADHD Hobby Swap, which is a Facebook group that 
ballooned a little bit, and our one of our listeners told us about it. Uh, user AS2D3 chimed into our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P, and wrote, Hi, guys. I have suffered from getting into a hobby and then buying a bunch of stuff, which I don't <laughs> use anymore. Now there is a community around it. Maybe you mm. can cover it. And linked to... ADHD hobby swap. So thank you, AS2D3. That's what we're doing today. Yeah, I need to uh, hop into this thing with a swiftness because I got a bunch of stuff that I bought that I don't need. Yes, she does. Like, you know, cake pop maker. I have two of them. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Let's use that before you give it away. Okay. Well, have you used it? You bought it and have you used it? Absolutely not. So, yeah, I completely understand how someone who might have ADHD would get very obsessed with something and then decide, hey, I actually don't have time for this or I'm not interested in this or my dog is too demanding so I cannot <laughs> start a cake pop making business. Or I've, I've moved on to the next hobby and uh, this old yeah. hobby from two weeks ago is, is stupid now. Yeah. Or not even stupid. It's just like, wow, I can't imagine why I thought I would have time for this. When I'm actually now obsessed with madrigal singing, you know? Absolutely. I also love that we established the dog. We were like, it's okay. The dog's going to bark. And then the dog moved on to like whining. So like now I'm mad. You know what I mean? (laughs) Her name is Joey, but she's so cute. Joey, calm the fuck down. I know they have to be cute. It's like babies. They have to be cute. Otherwise you'd kill them. She's losing her mind. She's There's definitely a squirrel. She's trying to chase through the glass and I'm like you can't let her outside by herself because she eats plants and she's already got diarrhea right now. Sweet. All right. Well, you mute yourself and Matt's going to tell us the trivia. <laughs> well, listen, before it's trivia time, I do have an email from a listener. <gasps> this email comes in from Robert. Robert says, hi, Allison. Ooh, your first full first name, Lindsay what? and Matt. Formal. I love In it. In a recent episode, I was surprised to hear you voice strong opposition to Section 230, at least as it currently stands. My understanding of this law, your show, and in particular your Discord would be impossible without it. And Robert links a few uh, links about that and mentions that... Um, Twit, which is This Week in Tech, covers that on a recent episode. But then Robert followed up again. Uh, Robert says, I was just looking at the next episode, which would be EFF. I saw that you covered Section 230 before I wrote you. I should have known you'd be way ahead of me. (laughs) So number one, thank you, Robert, of course, for listening. And number two, I I I was curious. I don't know if any of us, maybe uh, Ali among us, had a strong opposition to Section 230. It's a complicated issue. What do you think about it? It's complicated. I definitely do think I voiced some strong opposition in previous episodes because I was like, we need to start holding platforms responsible for their content. It's definitely taken some complicated turns with abortion where now it's like, nope, we can't, we can't have that. <laughs> right. That's, isn't that interesting? So it's really yeah. complicated, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely have done that. So yeah, that's what I have to say about that. And we, we have some other episodes about that topic coming down the pipeline, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So uh, stay tuned, Robert. And thank you for chiming in. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I love that. We're, we're on the pulse of what the people are into. <laughs> the last couple episodes Robert's referring to and your what you just said, Allie, is, reminds me that like 
it's more complicated and also the solution to the disinformation problem is not it's going going in around the back door it's not just shutting it down or or you know clamping down on the platforms necessarily though they bear responsibility yeah they yeah they need regulation but yeah it's so complicated and hopefully we'll get in more a little bit more into web3 as well because i'm like not totally sure if i'm on board with the promise and the premise but maybe yeah all right let's get to the trivia before this All dog right. loses her mind i have some trivia today we're talking about hobbies some of which we all have trouble sticking with. Uh, But I have trivia about some famous folks who definitely stuck with their favorite pastimes, you know, when they were uh, not murdering people. What? I have three notorious historical figures and their favorite hobbies. One of these (laughs) examples is real. The other two I made up from this noggin. You fucking psycho. Can't wait. All right, the listeners can't see right now, but I'm pointing to my head. Okay. A, Al Capone, notorious gangster, bootlegger, and public enemy number one was also a big music fan, especially Italian opera, when he was finally busted on tax evasion and sentenced to 11 years in Alcatraz prison. He played the banjo and even formed a popular band with other inmates. That is choice A. God, that seems that seems real. That seems real. The band was popular or they did pop music? The band was popular within the island of Alcatraz. <laughs> they did not go on tour, I presume. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So, you know, a low bar, not too much competition. Yeah, <laughs> number one band in Alcatraz. Got it. They were the number yeah. one band in on Alcatraz. They were the only inmates with instruments. Okay, I got it, I got it. Cool, 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 cool. There you go. Okay. Or is it B, Osama bin Laden, perhaps you've heard of him, the leader of Al-Qaeda and architect of the 9-11 attacks, also enjoyed beach volleyball. He and his fellow Al-Qaeda chief were both so good at the game, they made a point never to play on the same team together. To, invo- to avoid an unfair advantage. That That's is so B. weird that it could be true. Like the first <laughs> one almost makes too much sense. Right. Yeah. Or is it choice C, Joseph Stalin, Russian revolutionary and brutal Soviet dictator of the early 20th century, was great at eliminating his rivals, starving millions of people to death, and also collecting sketches of nude men often he would annotate them, writing little notes on their genitals and their muscles about where they could improve. Okay, if you made that up, your brain is so fucked up. Wow. Is there a C, all of the above? I need all of these to be true. D, all of the above are true. (laughs) E, none of the above are true. They're all made up. I'm going with all of the above, although I still think there are some flaws with the Osama Bin Laden beach party. Got it. Okay. I think it's C because it's so crazy, but it's, yeah, I feel like A had a lot of things that I kind of knew about. So it was like, but I feel like it's probably C. Do you know what I love about this trivia? I think (laughs) we want to, you know, our human nature is to like want good versus evil. You know what I mean? But like the really complicating factor is that these people are people so they are evil right. and they are assholes but like hitler was like vegetarian and saved animals you know which is like fucking nuts. i was gonna say Hit- hitler was a painter that it's common knowledge that hitler was a like a pretty okay painter i guess or some shit yeah uh, yep 
People are multifaceted. <laughs> if only he'd gotten into art school. Yeah. But when yeah. your first facet is murderous, mm, genocidal mm. person. Yeah. When mm. the fat's the first facet, <laughs> you got to get out of here. Then you got to go down yeah. the dress and start yeah. a band, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Uh, Lindsay goes with C, Joseph Stalin, uh, writing on on peepees. Sure, why not? Uh, Ali says they're all true. We'll find out the correct answer after this commercial break. Hey y'all, Lindsay is busy dealing with a dog, so I'm ready to deal with you. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters at the $10 or more level. You are my favorites and Lindsay's and also probably Matt's. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. Thank you so much to Wesley Cordell, Jerry Duran, Jessica Fox, Kathy Phillips, Matthew Scott, Melissa Elliott, William, and Ken M. <laughs> Jessica Kybell, and Kelsey Murray. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. And now a real post entitled Neighborhood Dress Code from the website everyone looks to for community guidelines and enforcement. Next door, courtesy of Best of Next Door. Has anyone ever thought about the positive impact on property value that enforcing a neighborhood dress code might have? I'd feel more comfortable if I knew what to expect to see when I went out every day. I imagine that could make our values skyrocket over the next 12 to 19 months. <laughs> Happy to get on a Zoom call together for anyone interested in pursuing this with me. Let me hear from you. Well, someone wants to start a cult, and I get it. Truly, like, <laughs> what is the dress code? <laughs> Lindsay, maybe your house needs a dress code, because you're living in a commune now. We'll talk about that later. Ooh, right. Ooh, you know what? All of us have very different styles, but me and one of my roommates do have the exact same dress, which is hilarious. Maybe you need to, you know, get it together and make everyone wear a dress. You know? <laughs> a long, flowing dress and braids. Um, <laughs> and you can all talk like this. Uh, anyway, how... <laughs> How about those murderers? Got some, they got some hobbies, all right? Murderers are people, and they need something to do when they're not murdering. <laughs> Honestly, prison sounds really boring. You gotta get a hobby. Like, what are you gonna do with your time, you know? <laughs> you gotta do something. So. Yeah, ugh, it's like, yeah. Talk about a, a nightmare for ADHD. Like, it l sounds like the most boring, claustrophobic <laughs> place you could be in. Yeah, you know what else sounds like a nightmare? Getting murdered, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not saying people shouldn't know, go there. I, I just mean like, <laughs> No, we're saying you should not do anything that would require you to go there. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And if you are put there wrongly, it's even worse. Yeah, but if you're put there rightly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. Was it Al Capone, choice A, he was uh, a music lover and played the banjo and started a band at Alcatraz. Nobody chose that. B, Osama bin Laden playing beach volleyball on those Afghani beaches. I don't think, no, Afghanistan's landlocked. There's no, there's no beaches there. Was it C, Joseph Stalin liked to write notes on male nudes. He collected them, wrote on them, annotated them. That was Lindsay's choice. Ali says all, it's gotta be all of the above, D. I mean, I hope so. And you know, I just love the, to choose that D because you gotta get it where you can. to get the D. The correct answer is, of course, D. It's all of them. <gasps> I couldn't not include 
all these beautiful How things. How very disturbing. How very, yeah. very disturbing. Wow. Murderers, they're just like us. <laughs> all, no, A and B are just, like, it's volleyball. It's music. Like, great. But the Stalin would obsessively collect sketches. So this was art, but specifically and only men naked and then would like comment on their bodies. So Stalin was gay? I mean, I don't not know that that's straight. implied. He definitely I, was not straight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't know much about his biography, but maybe his repression is what drove him mad. Either mm. repression or the flip of that as as I read it was like I'm so macho and in charge that I need to put other men down. So he would basically write like you got work to do, buddy, on this or that because you suck and I'm great. It's kind of like the shit he would scribble in the margins of this stuff he would collect. Fascinating. Wow. I was just watching a TikTok last night. I know. I can't believe I said that sentence. But it was interesting because <laughs> it was it was joking about um, archaeologists and history professors and how we just have such a straight lens on everything. And it'll be like, these two men were uh, buried in the same burial plot because they were great friends. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, here in Pompeii, we found this two people frozen in time. One was standing and the other was bending over looking for something. You know, it's like, <laughs> not to, I wish, now I feel like I should credit this woman's TikTok, but it makes me think of that because it's like, oh, you know, the, the mental gymnastics people go through, whereas like, Maybe he was just obsessed with men's genitals because he was gay. Totally. I don't know. I mean, your theory could certainly be right. Yeah, I have no. I am not an expert, but that's a good. Was, yeah, uh, absolutely plausible. Yeah. 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 Wow. Amazing. Well, on that note, you know what? <laughs> uh, we're covering a really wholesome topic today, and I thought yeah. I was going to be the one to make it dark and fucked up, but Matt did it, and that I was good. You know that what? threw everyone for yeah. a loop, and I love it. Yeah. Thank you. On that Thank note, you. Let's welcome our sweet. <laughs> I can only assume our sweet, sweet guest into this. <laughs> Murky soup. <laughs> Sarah Henley, the creator of the ADHD Hobby Swap Group. Welcome, Sarah. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so what's your diagnosis? Um, so I have ADHD inattentive type, which means I have all of the really annoying symptoms, but none of the energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we can take breaks every five minutes, and I am probably undiagnosed ADHD, so we can take all the tangents you'd like. Oh, yeah. I, I do. <laughs> our, our regular <laughs> listeners are like, yeah, Allie and Lindsay have strong ADHD tendencies. They just resist <laughs> getting diagnosed. They like to struggle <laughs> in the world. That's, that's our MO. But wait, what are some of the... You said you have all of the annoying qualities and none of the energy. I think Allie and I have all of the energy, which some might say yeah, is yeah. also annoying. <laughs> we'll balance you out, though, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, it works. So what are the things that your ADHD does in, like, how does that show up in your life? Honestly, the I think probably the worst part is a combination of my memory which is just so horrifically bad. I have, I don't think I've ever been on time or remembered until the last minute for any sort of appointment ever. I don't remember any information I'm given ever. <laughs> like writing things down does not help because I forget where I put the paper. It just, my memory is non-existent. This is actually really encouraging and makes me feel even more strongly that I have ADHD, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's really common, honestly. The other thing I would say is general just not being aware. Like I will be looking for a set, I'll be looking for a laundry basket, a whole laundry basket full of wet laundry to hang outside. And I will walk 
past it, step over it five times before I realize it's there. I just never have any clue what is going on around me at any point. Wow. You know you're podcasting right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've told me, I, I get it. it. It makes more sense. We can keep reminding you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I when I first saw the the name of the Facebook group, I was like, oh, that's me. Because like, yeah, I'm totally ADHD with my hobbies, like in a casual way, how people are like, oh, I'm so ADHD right now. They're just using a clinical term for something that's just happening to them once that day. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh yeah, I'm often like, I just bought a cross stitching kit and I got halfway through one and I haven't done it in two months now. Oh, you need to get yourself a diagnosis. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you end up starting this ADHD hobby swap group? Well, my whole life I've been in and out of various hobbies. And it's only recently I've realized that when I get really into something new, it probably isn't my new career path. There's been a lot of things that I've started and been like, oh God, I love this. I'm going to carry on for the rest of my life. I'm going to make money off of it. This is easy. I'm going to enjoy earning money. It's going to be amazing. And I'm bored of it within three weeks. (laughs) And recently I have, I've realized that, that hobbies don't last very long. And when I'm done with it, I will end up with 200 pounds worth of acrylic painting supplies that I will never touch again. So I thought I am, I'm on a couple of ADHD groups, but none of them are anything to do with crafts. And I saw a post from someone saying they don't know what to do with all their old stuff. And it just hit me. So I thought I'd give it a go. Hopefully that way I can sell some of my old stuff that I'm not going to touch ever again. And mm-hmm. pick up some new hobbies that I haven't heard of yet because I love wasting money. Great. <laughs> you know, if you're good at something, stick with it. <laughs> Until it gets really boring and then drop it again. Wasting money will never get old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. That's, that's one thing I'm never going to get bored of. Yeah. yeah let yeah. people know you have focus just in certain areas, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's interesting. So what were the groups you were already a member of that you decided this was a, a missing niche? I'm a member of a couple. They're all variations of just... UK ADHD or women with ADHD or women in the UK with ADHD, just just various (laughs) ADHD groups. I I joined most of them before I got my diagnosis because I one day I saw something. I think it was on TikTok, actually. I was wondering how long it would take for TikTok to enter the scene. Go on. (laughs) I mean, TikTok is built for, I mean, it seems like the app that is catered to ADHD, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like you don't have to focus on one thing for any amount of time. But you can stay here for hours. And I do. (laughs) But my For You page is just constantly videos describing the symptoms of ADHD and autism at the moment, which I relate a lot to as well. But like, I don't want to go down that route. I don't need more diagnoses in my life. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I saw a video and I was like, that really resonates. Like, I, I can't imagine that everyone else has all of these symptoms as well. So I looked into it and joined a lot of groups to find out and ended up getting a diagnosis that way. Wow. Okay. And then you were saying you were a member of other groups all related to those circles, but then there was no one really filling this particular need. I think there might have been one other like craft swapping page that someone mentioned, but it wasn't ADHD specific. It was just craft swapping. And that was based only in America, which obviously isn't helpful to me. (laughs) So I thought I'd make another one, which originally started off, like I said, just for me so that I can sell things and I can find things. 
but quickly you lot took over and it's now like 80% Americans in there. <laughs> We're so sorry. sorry. We like to occupy territory without really acknowledging it. I mean, we, we learned it from you, but now we we've really run with That's it. Correct. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we ran with it. You know. Yeah, I'll let it slide. Was it the painting, the... 200 pounds of acrylic paint. And for Americans who don't know, pounds meaning money, British money, not like literally 200 physical weighted pounds of paint. (laughs) I just... $380-ish? That's a guess. So was that the one where you're like, I need to figure out a way to repurpose this? Oh, I honestly, I could not tell you. I have... People will message me, people that I haven't spoken to in years will message me and be like, hey, I know it's really random, but do you have anything, any like crochet supplies? And I'm like, yeah, obviously I do. <laughs> <laughs> there is not like a few things that I've I've spent a lot of money on and need to get rid of. It is everything. Like any craft supply that you could think of is somewhere in my house. I have a two bed flat as well. So it is really crammed in there. I have got everything. Wow. I am feeling so scene right now. Like, (laughs) I mean, I've talked about a lot of the random things that I've done on this podcast, but like I got a ukulele during the pandemic and I still only know one song on it. And I got those, that cross stitching thing. And I, I, I was like, Oh, I remember liking cross stitching as a kid. So I'll just go ahead and get three. And I got halfway through one. So yikes. Yeah. I feel you. (laughs) All right. Well, then I'm going to be the one to keep us on track. Can you tell us about the growth of this Facebook group? Honestly, it happened when I first started it. It was one or two followers every day or two. And I was getting so excited because I, like I said, made it for me. It wasn't meant to be anything. And I remember when I hit 100 and I was I was sending a screenshot. I screenshotted the page with how many followers it had. And I, I was sending it to all my friends. And they were just like, OK, Sarah, like that's that's not that interesting. And from then it went quite quickly to 200. And then within a couple of weeks, it was it seemed to be at 1000. And honestly, I haven't checked in on it really. We'll accept members and go through and check like admin duties, make sure that no one's spamming anything and, and delete people, comment on a couple of things, you know, buy some craft stuff I don't need. But I don't check in on it that much. And suddenly it was at nearly 10,000. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. What are some of the things that you've given away or gotten from the group (laughs) i'm awful (laughs) so i forget obviously to go to the post office and end up sending everything late so now i've got to a point where despite starting it to get rid of my craft stuff i actually don't i don't post on there anymore to get rid of things because i just i know that i won't get around to doing it in time and it's not fair on other people (laughs) um but i've got a couple of things off there which i didn't need mainly yarn to be fair, because I'm at the moment mainly into crochet. Have you thought about splintering the group by region the way the Buy Nothing movement has done? I don't know if you're familiar with it because it's it's done by neighborhoods. So you actually just when I post on this Facebook group, people just come to my house and pick it up. Oh, I haven't thought about that. I've got I do try and encourage people to write their location on their posts when they're selling or, or looking for something. But I haven't looked into any actual technical thing that would help with that yeah it would be pretty cool because yeah the buy nothing groups have really grown and then splintered so it's actually like by it's almost like by street now like it's like sub neighborhoods and stuff so yeah when i pick stuff up like i bike over and they leave it on their porch and it's delightful oh i love that i might have to look into it yeah yeah i mean my gosh i know 
I'm not trying to lean into the ADHD part, but I did have a two trash bags full of yarn in the top of my closet for two years and I just got rid of it. (laughs) I just got rid of it like a year ago. Oh, don't. It will hurt my soul. (laughs) Okay. But I also want to know when the group started becoming very international, what were the complications of how that kind of worked out? Um, I think that's when it had its big boom, honestly. When it was at a couple of hundred, it was mainly UK. I think most of my followers came from when I posted it in one of the UK women with ADHD pages. I don't know whether it got shared on another group or what, but I think the massive influx of people came from the US. There are there's a few Australians and stuff on there as well. I sometimes I see posts sometimes. And I'm like, how did you find this? I don't understand <laughs> where. Like, how did you come across this? But it's made me realize how big the US is as well. Yeah, we're pretty big. Mm. It's easier for some people in the US to ship to me than it is to other people in other parts of America. It just it baffles me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. How does the flavor of what people are talking about, or maybe even what kinds of crafts they're sharing vary based on the regions that are that they're sharing from oh do you know what it doesn't at all Mm. i mean everyone with adhd and a craft addiction in the u.s has the same hobbies as the uk (laughs) and australia apparently and all of the other places because everyone is so varied i mean sometimes people will post things and i'm like how on earth did you get into that like what there's one lady who posted relatively recently where she's sorting through her mum's old stuff and she has got boxes and boxes and boxes of pre-made 18 inch doll clothes and she has just mass produced clothes for 18 inch dolls just so many and I'm just like how how can you like an entire garage full how could you get to that point of being invested in in doll clothing? It just amazes me. Uh, we've seen, um, yeah, there's a whole reborn community, which is where they make like artistic yeah. life like, yeah, you know, infants. So, yep, there's a whole market for that. <laughs> they, Yeah, they creep me out. I, I wouldn't be able to make them. That's very scary. I'm just imagining walking into that house and then being like, Oh, we gotta go. This isn't (laughs) safe. It's definitely haunted or something. I just can't imagine seeing like hundreds and hundreds of tiny, tiny doll clothes. Just like a realistic. Yeah, no, I don't. It's not. Dolls aren't my favorite thing. Yeah. I think there's a large market for it, though. What other hobbies have you found on there where you're like, I didn't know this was a thing? I mean, there's variety from from like candy making kits all the way through to just pencil sketching and like rock tumbling and furniture decorating. Sorry, what's rock tumbling? Yeah, what is that? A rock tumbler is like a mini washing machine that you put rocks in and you leave it (laughs) running for like days on end and it just spins and spins and spins. And you know when you buy crystals and they're really smooth and shiny, that's because they've been tumbled in a rock tumbler. So people will go out, find their own rocks, put them in this rock tumbler and, and create their own... See, now you want one, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Their own crystals? Yeah. Oh, that'd be really big over here in Venice. Oh, it probably is. We just don't know about it. Yeah, because <laughs> we're not in that scene, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, totally fine with that. <laughs> I get gifted crystals, and I'm like, wow, I'm just going to disrespect these immediately because I'm going to just throw them in a cup somewhere and forget about them when their healing power could be working on me. But I, I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know either because they're in a cup somewhere underneath some paper clips. <laughs> so I saw, I don't know if this was just like the post that happened to be more recent, but we saw some posts about 
other mental health issues or disabilities. Have you noticed that as a trend? Not so much on the craft page. Occasionally there is there is a post like that, especially because I think craft in general is is massively helpful towards so many different mental health issues. Mm. But I do know, especially from being on the other ADHD pages, that it's it is a condition that usually comes with other things as well, like autism or depression and things like that. I was curious because I was just wondering also if like the fact that ADHD is in the name makes it feel more inclusive to anyone that sort of feels like they don't quite fit the norm. Yeah. And I mean, there's no rule on there that you have to be ADHD either. Anyone can join. I mean, I don't know if they would seeing the title, but Mm -hmm. it's difficult for neurotypical people to understand when it comes to the amount that we collect and the amount that we spend on it. And it's just a nice place to be a bit more judgment free. Like people are going to understand if you've spent 400 pounds on something ridiculous because they also did that last month. (laughs) Right. And that's sort of interesting because Facebook is a place where the comments can really get out of control (laughs) with people judging for like absolutely no reason. So (laughs) yeah, they do. They do get a little bit heated occasionally. Honestly, I think all of the disagreements that I've seen on this page have been people arguing about whether they're allowed to be on there because they're in a different country. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cannot tell you how many times that I have commented on things saying, guys, literally anyone can join. If, if you could live <laughs> on the moon, I don't care as long as you can ship. This is the internet. Yeah. Like if you can <laughs> ship to my house from the moon, then like join. I don't care. <laughs> well, that will be a thing pretty soon as we continue to destroy the earth, but not yet. <laughs> I mean, I think she's going to get us before we can get out of here. But <sighs> anyway, I also... I also want to know, are there crafts that the community is sort of like, this is the craft that really actually helps my ADHD the most? Like, is knitting, crocheting, is that one? Because, I mean, yeah, I already told you about my yarn situation. I knitted like 12 (laughs) scarves and then never knitted again. (laughs) At least you're warm. (laughs) I know. I live live in in L.A. (laughs) You live in California. There's your problem. (laughs) She's shipping them all to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I was picturing Lindsay like outside your apartment being like, scarves, scarves for sale. No one wants these fucking scarves. Nobody wants them. Every every time I visit somewhere cold, I take a scarf to a friend. You you need to send them all my way. It's not warm. (laughs) Well, actually, it's quite hot at the moment, but. 90% of the year, scarves are good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, is is there a hobby that the community is like, you know what, this one is really helping me, or this is the one that most people seem to stick with more often than not? Absolutely not. For me, (laughs) crochet has been my longest standing hobby. I am so impressed with myself. I've not done it for a couple of weeks now, but we won't, we'll forget about that. (laughs) I've been crocheting for like maybe six months now, maybe a bit more. And that is so good for me. I am so impressed with myself for staying dedicated for this long, but nothing else has ever stuck anywhere near that long. And it's not universal. Loads of people have tried crocheting on this page and, and they just don't, I mean, they love it obviously at first and then they're just bored within a couple of weeks. I'm proud of myself for not getting into crocheting because I was like, ooh, I can make this cute little bear if I learn to crochet, but then I'll just have a bear that I don't need. Yeah, you don't need oh, that bear. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. Bear. A lot of, of crocheted toy animals that just, like, I don't know what to do with them. I've just chucked them all in the <laughs> massive jar. Just as like a display of like, look what I created for no reason. (laughs) That's amazing. You need to find friends with small kids. Oh, I have small kids. They're just, they, if it's not made of Lego, they don't care. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good. Those kids will build something that will get us to the moon. 
later in life. <laughs> Are there any interesting stories of people successfully swapping or meeting up or trading hobbies because of the group? Do you have any stories like that yet? The only thing that I have seen is somebody posted, I can't remember what it was that they were posting. I think it may have been polymer clay. So that it's mm-hmm. got all the colors and you can make whatever you want and then chuck it in the oven. They sold that and I'm pretty sure used the money buy like the last bit of money that they needed to buy their car so that they could go to work like continue going to work oh yeah but other than that (laughs) honestly like nobody we have adhd nobody even remembers that the page exists until they see something pop up on their screen and then they're like oh yeah i'll get that (laughs) so no one's coming back to share stories i know you said you were really excited at 100 and 200 and then it just kind of you know just kept growing. Did you see any uptick related to the pandemic or related to this mega trend on TikTok of ADHD videos? The ADHD TikTok videos has definitely made a difference. Mm -hmm. People, People are obviously seeing it and just thinking straight away, like, yeah, that's me. That's absolutely me. And then a lot of the videos will say things like like keeping and dropping hobbies and and not being able to stay interested in the same thing. And they'll Mm -hmm. think about it and look into it and eventually find my page or similar pages to it and it's kind of like a self-help thing like oh yeah I'll join this page and then I can get rid of all my stuff and and focus and not waste so much money I mean I'm pretty sure it has the opposite effect but (laughs) they try yeah (laughs) I mean during the pandemic I feel like TikTok boomed a lot anyway but the ADHD videos on there have definitely encouraged people to swap their crafts. I feel like everyone I know is getting ADHD videos on there. Although I'm a little bit thinking like chicken or the egg, right? Like the internet has definitely made yeah. everyone more ADHD. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting because I know ADHD is a like clinical formal diagnosis, but there's also starting to be research that the internet is changing our brains. So <laughs> terrifying. Yikes. Just because it's clinical doesn't mean it can't be like externally caused exacerbated yeah. or caused yeah right. like right. i mean i have smog induced asthma oh. so <laughs> yay at least you don't live in salt lake where they're going to be wearing gas masks soon yeah. anyway Yikes. um do you have any idea how much you've saved from landfills speaking of you know saving the earth oh i really wish i did know i have noticed that pretty much everything that gets posted on the page does end up being sold or swapped or gifted or whatever. So I'm hoping that it would be quite a lot, especially the quantities of things that people have got, like warehouses just full of the same thing. And they they managed Mm -hmm. to get rid of it rather than binning it. And I feel like if they didn't have access to like-minded people, they they potentially wouldn't be able to find anyone to buy it. So Mm -hmm. hopefully, I think we've probably done quite a good job of of keeping stuff from being thrown out. I love that. Love it. And you're saving someone money. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes they, they might least. have spent a ridiculous amount on it, but they can sell it on, even if it is for a bit less, because then they can just buy something else secondhand. And, and it's like a circle that never ends. Yeah. And I do, th- I do think secondhand needs to be more normal. Like the amount of things that people are obsessed with buying new where it really doesn't matter. It's interesting that like we've, I feel like at least in in the States, the culture has finally accepted that like buying a car is silly because it depreciates the second it drives off the lot. Yeah. But I feel that way about most products (laughs) that they depreciate the second they leave. If it's not going to be like a sanitary issue, like I I probably would not buy a secondhand mattress. Mm -hmm. The actual bed frame, I'm not buying a new one. If yeah. <laughs> there's a nice one secondhand online for 20 quid, I am not going out and spending 200 on the same one, but newer. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I think that's, that is becoming more normalized, especially 
well, I don't know about the whole of England, but the people that I know, like my my group, just have no issue with it. I frequently am shopping in charity shops. Yeah. Buy, I buy everything on Facebook Marketplace. I think that is the way to do it. Um, other than supporting Facebook, but yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have it's, no choice. But I agree. It's I agree. So hard. Yeah. Uh, here's a question: do, do you see, observe, or expect your group to branch into other platforms like a Discord or a subreddit? Is there a, is there a non Facebook place, or is it just like everyone's on Facebook, so it has to be there kind of thing? I, if I were to move somewhere, I feel like the only other app apart from TikTok, which obviously isn't really the place for it, the only other app that I really use is Instagram. But again, that's just part of Facebook. Right. <laughs> I don't, because you can't post on, on Instagram to other people. It wouldn't be quite as useful. I feel like Facebook, just sure. the layout of it and the way that it works makes it a better option. This makes me realize an obvious thing, which is like, we need a groups thing that's not Facebook. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's a chicken egg thing because Facebook groups work because everyone's already there. But that group functionality is so valuable and it's just a shame that it's on that particular platform. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. You know, we just have to end capitalism and then Facebook will be a cool place again. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave that one to you. <laughs> yeah. We're working on it. Easy peasy. Okay. I want to know, are there any hobbies that people have connected over where they're like, I was into this and I would like to still be into it, but I just haven't done it in a while. Does anybody want to meet up and like play badminton together? I don't know. <laughs> um, I have. I, I met someone on here. She was selling crochet hooks, funnily enough. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her, she said she was in the UK, like south of the UK, which is where I am. And I asked her whereabouts she was. And it turns out she is about a four minute drive down the road. Mm, wow. So we meet up probably every couple of weeks and go to our local crochet club, which is just full of 80 year old women and us. <laughs> yes. And we'll go to the cafe <laughs> and we'll crochet and all the old people come over and ask us what we're making. And it's lovely. We just become elderly every couple of weeks together. <laughs> I love that. Have any of these ladies then joined your group, having connected with you in, in real life? Uh, none of the 80-year-olds, no. I, I feel like they would if they were on Facebook. There are a couple barriers to entry, yeah. Yeah, they are just the kind of old lady that sits in crochets and then has a cup of tea and then crochets so <laughs> living the dream facebook's not really on their radar <laughs> they are lovely i love them they are living my dream life that's great <laughs> that's fantastic amazing well what's a hobby that you've seen on there that you're like well that'd be cool i'm not gonna do that but that does look cool i so needle felting where they have like a big ball of fuzz and then they just stab at it for ages and it eventually turns into like a really realistic looking dog or something what i think it looks amazing but i just looking at it drives me insane the the patience needed to just sit there and stab at something until it looks good i just wouldn't i really don't think i could i'm like barely able to envision what what <laughs> what that is it has a cool name though yeah it's so fuzzy and then it ends up so solid and it just makes me think like you must have to spend hours just stabbing at a dog <laughs> like it's eventually going to look like a dog and you're still going to sit there and stab it. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. I can't help but wonder, are there any people that are just kind of off their rocker and they're like trying to trade their sex toys or sex swing or like they made a sex room. They built a whole sex room and now they're like, I don't know, I don't need this sex room anymore. Now I got all these chains and whips to sell off. Has that happened oh, yet? I, I would... 
I would be so up for buying that, honestly. <laughs> all right, well, you heard it here, <laughs> listeners. If you want to swap, get into ADHD Hobby Swap, sell all your sex swings. Nice. Quote, I don't need my sex room anymore, end quote, has never been said in the human race. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once you've got one, you're using it. Yeah, I don't know. You know, people have a new renovation plan. The sex the sex dungeon's got to go. They get divorced. They don't want the sex yeah. room, you know. Yeah. They, they start dating someone different, and they're like, look, I just like to have sex in a bed. I just want to cuddle. Sometimes on the couch. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe an armchair, but the swing is too much. It's <laughs> whipping me. Don't knock until you've tried it or something. Exactly. Anyway, uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been delightful, and I hope that our listeners will go check out the group. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Please join us if you like ADHD or not, wherever you are in the world. Just join in come buy craft of people that that need the money to buy more craft yeah who didn't pick up 14 <laughs> hobbies during the pandemic that they now don't do so great exactly so Lindsay has adhd for sure Absolutely. i probably do as well but Lindsay for sure i feel like i have an especially crafting adhd what if I get meds now and and as I enter middle age, I become the most productive version of myself? <laughs> yikes and a half. Why yikes? It sounds great. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, wow, I should have globbed onto that earlier. Imagine. I probably could have graduated summa cum laude if I had known. You know? <laughs> Did you graduate cum laude? No, girl. I, I did graduate with two degrees, though, but they were both just like, you did it. Get out of here. <laughs> Crap knitting and <laughs> no, theater? No, I double majored in theater and American studies. Ah, I did theater and Middle Eastern studies. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I should have done psychology. That was my favorite. Those are my favorite classes, bar none. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I was just like, I need to um, get a degree that will balance out the lack of use that I might get from this theater degree. <laughs> well, y'all, I tried ADHD meds for one day. And the way I describe it is I didn't realize it till I tried it. But I feel like at all moments, my brain, imagine a room with like eight doors. And at any minute, someone is throwing open a door and yelling something. Multiple doors always open. Someone's yelling and the door slams and another door opens. I took these <sighs> meds and it was like the doors were closed. And it was so peaceful and I was so focused, huh. but I couldn't sleep that night. So I didn't do it again. Uh, that sucks. Oh, yeah, it's a tiny bit of speed, you know? And for me, like insomnia was hell on earth. Longtime listeners know I can't go down that road again. So I was like, you know what? No. We'll be distracted at all times. We won't be as productive, but we will sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is a devil's bargain right there. It's I don't tough. know. I... Yeah, I mean, I've I've never felt more confident that I needed to get on ADHD meds than having spoken about the number of crafts I've I've fallen in love with. <laughs> I've never been more confident about you than listening to the two of you talk and knowing <laughs> I've gone through that scarf collection. I know. Yeah. The scarf collection is just particularly funny because you've lived in L.A. for so long. It's <laughs> insane. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, it's clinically unwell is what we've discovered. Well, because like, I get it. Like, there's something that seems very soothing about knitting. But, like, in a place like L.A., it's just funny because it's like, what the fuck are you going to do with this? What are you doing? 
literally every time someone visits me from New York, I send them home with a scarf every time I go. I mean, that's cute. I mean, that's cute. cute. Is it, or am I just burdening people with these like very handmade scarves? Like I only know how to knit and purl. Which is just the the first two stitches that you learn. It feels like the, the most wholesome version of like pop and lock. <laughs> the knit and pearl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our guest was lovely. I love that the internet is a place for like every single freaking niche to pop up. It's so true. Per- personally, I hope it like, you know, adds to the movement of like, we don't need to buy new things. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not guilty of that sometimes, but I re- I'm into the second hand. Well, we all are. But you know what What struck me? I meant to say this during the interview, but um, you, you both and Jen before before you, Lindsay, every time we interviewed someone really, really interesting or cool, we would all be like, oh, I got to do that. Nope, not me. Not me. Nope. Jen would say it and I would say you're never going to do it. That's and fair. I would not claim I, I, I know myself. I would not claim I would start. Um. <laughs> I would like to note that Allie does do that. <laughs> we went geocaching because of you. Oh, no, 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 but here's the thing. I know which ones I'm really, truly going to do. Right? Okay. Like, I That's knew fair. I wanted to go to Aldi's and we went. I knew I wanted to geocache and we did. You know what <laughs> okay. I mean? That's fair. But she like, knows herself. I know myself. And then there's, like, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. And otherwise, I'm not going to say that I do it. <laughs> but you went all the way in on by nothing. Like, you're super active there. And that's, you learned about that. We learned about that from this show. Yeah. Well, I was already doing the Buy Nothing group. I, I will say uh, I have a slight bone to pick with Buy Nothing because um, <gasps> remember when she told us in the interview that at a certain point it splinters off. That group is mm-hmm. so big now and it hasn't d- subdivided. And it's a problem because now if you list if anyone lists anything, it's gone within a second. There's like 30 people who want it. So like, I'm not able to get anything that I need off of it. Be the change. If I post, it's great. Splinter the group. No, this is where I draw Become the line. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Not Too much do work. It. I know. But Sounds like a it'd be great because it's already like... Uh, South Santa Monica so it would become even more subdivided where it would literally be like these like I don't know 10 blocks you know which is kind of cool you like really meet your neighbors it's it's too big it's too big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well this was delightful and now that I moved I am considering doing a buy nothing group because they didn't yeah. have it in my neighborhood oh, they didn't no Interesting. that's kind of how you know you're in a not so great neighborhood <laughs> when there are no <laughs> huh. buy nothing groups and no geocache locations oh. <laughs> they're not out here casually meeting their neighbors y'all everybody's very insulated yeah but you are living in a beautiful home living my dream of co-living Lindsay's in a commune now and i'm so jealous yeah my new my new place is also beautiful beautiful house beautiful backyard fire pit lovely roommates grapes growing in the backyard i mean it is like a little that we literally ate off the vine you'd think i live in italy we ate grapes (laughs) off the vine it was magical Lindsay's living my dream if a room becomes available let me know There's a long list before me. No, I just think no one's going to leave until they like have children or (laughs) die. That's my dream. That's my dream. Because I I love where I live now, but I'm like not into the turnover. Like I want to co-live with adults Hmm. who are in L.A. for the long haul, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's what you've got. To be clear, of the four people that live on the property where I live now, I'm the one that will leave because I'm having kids and everyone else is going to stay there until they die. And it's beautiful. <laughs> Those three other people are three single people or is it a couple and someone? What's this? What's the makeup? No, everybody else is. Sing- all of us are single. We're all totally available. If you want uh-huh. to date someone, 
who has a grapevine <laughs> in their backyard. Come to 453 Oakland Drive. Yeah. No, oh, I lied. I lied. One of my roommates does have a girlfriend, but her girlfriend lives across the country. So oh, yikes. they, they yeah. have like cooking dates and they like make the same meal. 2000 miles away from each other. It's That's cute. pretty cute. That's I guess cute. I was just curious, like, oh, what is the what is the makeup of the group? And it is for individuals. It is yeah, not no a couples. family and you or a couple no. and you. Yeah. No. Interesting. But I know people who live that commune life and now they're starting to have kids. And so they like all moved together to like a larger place. And now there's like kids in the commune. Oh, oh yeah. I would I would do that. Totally. I read an article about, okay, now <laughs> ADHD, but I read an article about these <laughs> women who were all single mothers, I think single mothers by choice even, and they bought a house together. Oh, that's cool. They were like, what we want in a house, we can't afford on our own. Like mm -hmm. we want a place with a large kitchen, a large yard, you know, and stuff like that. So it's like, I think three or four mothers, they all have their own sort of part of the house. These kids all have like basically siblings that they get to grow up with, with mm -hmm. a bunch of parents that just love all of them. And it's so Dude, amazing. Spoiler alert. Uh, this is how ancient humans used to live. This is what we are meant to do. It, it takes a village. It is a tribe. Oh, a hundred percent. I don't think people are meant to live alone the way they do. But let's save it for another episode because we might mm -hmm. have some similar topics coming down the pipeline. So I if you enjoyed it. today's episode, if you uh, have some crafts to swap, check it out. You can also join our conversation at discord.gg slash 2G1P. You can find us on Facebook, Two Girls, One Podcast. You can also email us, 2G1Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail. That's our favorite. That number is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6548. You can visit us on Patreon, patreon.com slash 2G1P. No amount is too small, even if you give a dollar. It is so, so helpful. On social media, I'm at Allie underscore Goldie across platforms. I am at the Lindsay Life across all platforms. Lindsay with an E. That's how you can reach us. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Now you know my secret shame was two trash bags full of yarn. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Girls One Podcast is hosted by Lindsay Ford and Allison Goldberg. Then filmed before a live studio audience. I mean produced by Matt Silverman in New York City. This episode was edited by Avital Ayler and production assistance is provided for some reason by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. <laughs>